0: Welcome to the podcast and the church said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith Gatson, a Christ follower, licensed professional counselor who specializes in the integration of the Christian faith in counseling and also in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We help the many members of the body as well as the body as a whole. We help to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello everyone. So glad to have you join us for the conversation on today. I would like to take time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast and to those of you who have subscribed and shared. I am always so appreciative of your constant support and your encouragement, the beautiful reviews that encourage me to continue on and when you rate our podcast with those five beautiful, shining stars. So thank you so very much. Please continue to support our work here. Um, I do pray that you will find it insightful and beneficial. I pray it is a blessing in your lives. As I always say, most importantly, I pray it is found pleasing unto God. So today, our midweek service to the church Um, Segment is on suicide. This recording is taking place in September, which is known as Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So every year during these times and sometimes outside of these times, we begin to discuss these facts. According to the National Alliance on Mental Health, 75% of all people who die by suicide are males. More women than men attempt suicide, although men are nearly four times more likely to die by suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for people ages 10. Hear that, ages 10 to 34, and the fourth leading cause of death for people ages 35, to 54. The overall suicide rate in the US has increased by 31% since 2001. 46% of people who died by suicide had a diagnosed mental health condition. While half of individuals who die by suicide have a diagnosed mental health condition, Research shows that 90% experience symptoms. The community impact. In 2017, suicide was the second leading cause of death for American Indian, Alaska, Alaska Natives between the ages of 10 to 34. The second leading cause of death for African-Americans ages 15 to 24. The leading cause of death for Asian-Americans age 15 through 24. The second leading cause of death for Hispanic people in the US ages 15 to 34. American Indian Alaska Natives Um, adults die by suicide at a rate that is 20% higher than non-Hispanic white adults. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual youth are four times more likely to attempt suicide than straight youth. Transgender people are 12 times more likely to attempt suicide than than the general population and 10% of young adults say they experienced suicidal thoughts in the past year. Now these facts ought to cause us to feel as though we have been punched in our collective guts. These numbers are alarming. If we are not normalizing discussing suicide somewhere at some point, other than the month of September, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, or May, Mental Health Awareness Month, or July, where we focus on minority mental health, then we are contributing to the perpetuation of this negative stigma surrounding suicide. And might I add, especially during these times of living and moving about in the midst of a pandemic, it is important for the church to speak about issues around mental health and suicide. We have to move away from banking on people who will just, quote-unquote, hang on to their faith and thereby, quote, snap out of it, end quote. With the pandemic and all of its fallout, not to mention the racial tensions that are heightened, a contentious political environment, and natural disasters all over the world and the country. These are some frightening times, some anxiety provoking times, some overwhelming times, desperate times, discouraging times. This is a downright difficult time, and how neglectful it would be of us to not consider the fact that someone close to us, not so close to us, someone in our groups, in our families, or on our jobs, in our congregations, within the body of Christ, is not thinking about suicide. It does not have to mean that they are planning suicide. However, it could be. Some may be actively constructing or working out that plan right now. So when we sit in silence, when we as the body do not utter a word about suicide, instead of just giving out the number or displaying a graphic we perpetuate the stigma and the sting of suicide. The myth is if we talk about suicide, we will push a person toward that attempt. And this is not true. That is why it is considered a myth. If anything, talking about suicide might give a bit of relief. A person may be able to release a bit of the pressure that he or she is feeling. Or that person may feel I won't be judged or condemned to a human-made hell for sharing that I have considered suicide, for sharing that I've thought about suicide, for sharing that I've planned to commit suicide, or for sharing I have attempted suicide. If we create space to come alongside a person during this dark night of their soul, we might be able to offer hope. It is not for us to save. Jesus took care of all of that. That's not our work. Our work is to offer hope, support, love, respect, space, care. Ours is to say, I love you, whether you get beyond this moment or not. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. Not in this moment. I've pointed out before where in 2 Corinthians 1, um, chapter 1, verse 8, Paul says, we don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. We were completely overwhelmed beyond our strength so that we even despaired of life itself. As my daddy would say, it's in the book. Paul, yeah, Paul, the super saint, the one who authored most of the New Testament, that same man, Paul, said, Listen, I need you to know something. I need you to be aware. I need you to be informed that things got so dicey that I was afflicted beyond my strength. I was so overwhelmed that I despaired of life itself. Don't we have women and men and children in our congregations, in our lives? Don't we have transgender and lesbian, gay and bisexual people somewhere in our vicinity? Then we have the the statistics before us. We should be talking about suicide. How in the world will we walk around so cocky, thinking that people are not despairing of life during these times and if we cannot see what situations would cause people to despair of life itself then guess what we will miss the opportunity to ask someone how they are really doing and we will miss challenging the conditioned responses of i'm okay or i'm fine to probing deeper, to discover the hopelessness and the despair. Isn't that what the word says in Isaiah 61, that he has sent me and you to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, to um, freedom to the prisoners, to comfort those who mourn, to give a crown of beauty for ashes, festive oil instead of mourning? Splendid clothes instead of despair, hallelujah, that is what he has sent us to do, to offer that. We are not trying to get people to look so far to the future that that becomes another thing that overwhelms them. All the more, we just want to help them with the moment. To take no thought of of tomorrow. So if you know that this is not your lane, then please offer the space to a trained, licensed mental health clinician to come in and speak on these very touchy but very necessary topics. We must talk about suicide. We can no longer not talk about it, especially in the body of Christ. And for you, you who might be listening, you who feel there is no hope, you who are in despair, please know that you're not alone. Please know that God is with you. You can call 1-800-273-TALK if you need someone to speak to. You don't have to suffer in silence. If you are around others who do not know what to do or how to do or what to say, it's, it's okay. Just find someone who does. While we are actively out here trying to help people be a little bit more comfortable with, with that that is uncomfortable, and that is to talk about suicide. To address those who are hurting so much so that they are despairing of life itself. I'm so glad that God, in his infinite wisdom, allowed Paul to record his experiences with despairing of life so that we know those of us who have been there, those of us who will be there, those of us who have, who have been there, to let us know that God sees us, God sees so you don't have to suffer alone. 1-800-273-TALK. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. That we need to discuss suicide in the body of Christ. That we can no longer afford to be silent. That we need to really consider that during these very difficult times that there are people among us, there are people in our local body who even right now is entertaining suicidal thoughts, having suicidal ideations, devising a suicidal plan, oh Lord God help us, are those who are actively attempting suicide. You have heard my call. What is going to be your response? and the church saved.